The Traffic Jam. Well, welcome everybody once again to Traffic Jam. Again, I am not your regular host. I'm just filling in. Uh, my name is Mark the Movie. Um, so I want to introduce the uh, hilarious comedians we have for today. I'm not going to make this mistake twice. So first off is uh, a very funny young lady um, from uh, the Virginia area. Um, coming to a nightclub near you. I think she just got off stage last night, if I'm if I'm not correct. Um, Miss Diamond. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? And next we have uh, my guy from always oh, say from other side of the world. He make me laugh in several different languages. Um, also coming to a club near you, my guy Prasanna Josh. What's up? What's up? And last but not least, the anchor of the race, bringing it home, uh, closer, uh, on tour now with Corey Holcomb. Three shows tonight, three shows last night, probably three shows tomorrow night. My guy, Marvin Phipps. What up, Dr. Jam? All right, so first, I'm going to ask you guys this, because I had different viewpoints on it. Um, Phipps and I were talking earlier, and I think uh, Judge Mathis had uh, said something about it's a bad look for uh, Black comedians to be arguing with each other the way they are. How do you guys feel about the public beefs that are going on now with comedians? Algiers? Why why me first? They have three. <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> oh man. I did see um Judge Mathis say that, you know, when he's on screen fussing and things like that, it's for entertainment. I think it's all for entertainment. It's boosting a lot of uh these other um comedians who don't need to be boosted. Because they already have the platform, I guess. So, I don't know. I think that we are too hard on each other as to thinking that white people just spend their time watching our beefs and what's going on. They have no clue. They they they, <laughs> they not watching. <laughs> they not watching us. We we think that we really have a. Um, a damn magnifying glass on us, and and we really don't. It is really, truly in house. There are not a lot of white people talking about. Did you see what D.L. Hewley said? Did you see what Monique said? The, the motherfuckers don't care. They are not. Honestly, they are not. I think we are the only people who think that white people be worried about us on that level. Man, white folks are getting money, and we. <laughs> White people out here stealing presidential races. <laughs> exactly. they, they, they doing other shit. 
Can't even worry about. It. They don't even know who Cat Williams and Monique is. They exactly. They setting up the conservative talk for twenty twenty five for when this fool get back into the presidency and and our dumbass is talking about this this damn beef and they and they put together agendas for when their man gets back into the damn position, bruh, bruh, black people. You know, I could be taking you know taking some shots right now and making my money. So let me ask you this, because you you mentioned um, Cat Williams and and DL, but my mind went to Monique, right? Because Monique was beefing, um, or is beefing, I guess, with DL, and he mentioned something about her um, her special got the worst reviews of any special on Netflix. And she was once, you know, one of the queens of comedy. Has Monique fell off or is she still funny? Do you still think she's deserving of that title of queen of comedy? Prasanna? I'll, I'll actually send this one out because I haven't seen a lot of like her stuff. That's, that's your answer right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phipps. I think you know what I really think. I think Monique was at one point. Uh, uh, I don't. I, at one point, she was funny or what people was looking for. But with times changing and and, and comedy has progressed the way it did that type of comedy that she was doing just ain't working no more. So it seems like she's not funny, and, but she's always been doing what she's, what she's doing. So, um, and she kind of moved away into the movies and this and that. It's, it's hard to keep doing comedy at a level that you was doing it at when you was, you know, before you transitioned to movies and all that, and then to try to come back to that. You know, because comedy is, uh, you know, later. And once you start getting that money and living a different lifestyle, nobody want to hear about you at Shaq House and all that rich shit. So you kind of lose a lot of people, you know. But when you was hungry and grinding, that's what makes you funny. You know, you, you relate to your audience. But, you know, that's why, it's, you know, a lot of people, once they make it, it be kind of like people like they fell off. Nigga, they super rich now. So it's it's the stories is not the same, but I just feel like Onique, uh, with that special, all her interviews she's been doing has been better than that special. Like everything she's been doing since Club Shay Shay, Burn Sydney on live, all that shit was better than her specials. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah. Uh, I think you're right, Marvin. I think you're right. I I kind of cringed watching her specials. Yeah. Um, I liked Samoa special better because mm -hmm. Samoa just been grinding out here, you know. Um, and so there is a disconnect with the audience for Monique. Um, the same thing. Uh, Steve Harvey was smart. He did not go back into stand up or trying to do stand up after being 
uh, host of this and host of that show and doing all those things because he understood his lane and that avenue that he was trying to trying to take she had been away from just performing on stages I think she had some shows in you know Las Vegas and and stuff like that because I had some friends that been on it but um her features are fire like like have y'all seen her features like they fire (laughs) I want the smoke I want a motherfucker say my name on club Shay Shay (laughs) but no you know what I think you can you can voice your opinion without disrespect it's no disrespect uh to me she's a legend she's a queen she is stand up Stand up. Uh, sometimes I think you, probably from it. you ask yourself, like, why is this person still doing stand up for me? Like, get you a podcast, you and Sydney get a podcast, and do that. Yeah. Well, I, there's so but, many but, other platforms. But for that, that Bips, I mean, I think you would understand, like, the reaction is not the same. Like, if you're standing in front of a crowd, and they're drop dead laughing at what you just said. You don't get that from a podcast. Yeah. That she's chasing what I talked about on the other show. Um, we as entertainers, when we get on that stage, we love that laughter. And we're looking for the next roar of a crowd. It's a it's a high. And uh maybe she still loves stand-up, but just like anything that we do, we have to continue to study our art and as it evolves. Beyonce can't come on stage and do the same music that she did with just Destiny's Child or her first album. Her music evolved. Michael Jackson evolved. Every, you know, every good entertainer evolves with the age, you know? So you guys mentioned something, both of you really, that make me um, ask this question because Marvin you said something about evolving right um, her stand up the stuff she was doing doesn't translate to now and Algiers you just mentioned I guess you're the one that said something about evolving right I heard Eddie Murphy say something about uh, I don't want to quote him but he hasn't done stand up for a long 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 time and there's a reason for that he doesn't have time to prepare to do an hour special. What does it take to put a show together, an hour special, for you guys? Getting in that gym. Going on as many stages and reaching as many people as possible um, to try out your material. Like, you have to suddenly be doing that. You can't just jump on the stage and be like, motherfucker, 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 motherfucker. It's it's not going to hold up. You have to really, like, literally, whenever um, I go for shows in other um, states, wherever I am, I find that open mics. I go to the open mics before I do my major shows. Why? Because I just want to get a feel of the people there. I want to get a feel of the atmosphere. I want to get a feel of the area um just so when i get on that main stage whatever you know show um stage it is that i've worked that muscle for that area 
I got a, a general idea of that crowd. Does that make sense? Um, it does. So you try a joke, and if it doesn't work at a small open mic, would you refine it or will you just scrap it? I refine it because everything I write is funny. Fuck y'all. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody got a different process. Uh, when I came in the game, you worked yourself and you built your set. The goal was to get an hour, right? You, you, you put so much time and energy into this hour. You know, that's what stand-up was. You, you got 15 minutes, 30 minutes, then an hour, you know, and not just any hour. It was, it was something you worked on and you, that's why people first hour special be so dope because it took them 15, 20 years to do that one hour, you know what I'm saying? And that was a big thing. Nowadays with the internet and content and people just rushing, they don't take the time, you know, uh, that it used to take it back in the day when you put your hour together, you know, but your hour as a as a as a comedian was like your firstborn. That was like everything man you had to raise this you had to write rewrite study and you went on the road doing these jokes trying them out you know you, you're not scrapping nothing you're making it better you know so you know how how much you got to be on stage to get that hour material right them that's that's a lot of hours a lot of stages you're taking bombs you're bombing you're you're not doing well you're you know Everybody's so afraid to bomb, that's why they steal. But if you're constantly working your material, some nights that shit ain't gonna be good because you you working it out, you know? But when you know what you're trying to do, and that's the most impressive thing I can say about comedians, when you see them working jokes, like I saw Dave Chappelle working some jokes, and then when you see the special, you be like, damn, because I saw him doing those jokes. He came to Chicago in the Chicago theater, and he was doing those jokes and they weren't hit, you know. But then when I saw him in Madison Square Garden in New York, that shit was tight, right? And and that's what we we looked for. It was it was a finished product. And mm -hmm. it took, you know, it took time. So it, it would yeah. take you time. Yeah, all those hours, all those stages really um get you right with your timing, with how you're gonna do your punchlines, with you know, if you wanna reshape this or reshape that but um it takes and in that special in Monique's special I didn't see hours of preparation and she looked good as hell hair was fire makeup was fire outfit fire shoes god everything to die for but I didn't see the preparation and that's that's the only thing um that I thought you said I do. I love her. I think she's I think she's an um, amazing woman. You know um, what I she, think happened? What? I think she had a out she had them jokes from a time. Like I think she just used some jokes that she was gonna do a special for like years before. And she just used that shit instead of Cause she, cause new, she, yeah. new, fresh stuff, fresh yeah. content. I think I, she I, just 
She just used some old shit that wasn't yeah. relevant or popular. Because I'm like, why you ain't talking about the shit you just went through? Like, why you ain't right. talking about all the things you like? like that stuff would have smacked. All that would have smacked. You supposed to talk about Tyler Perry and all? You know yes. what I'm saying? So, so I would have scrapped the shit, all that old shit, and went straight in. Like, the shit she talking about on these shows, mm-hmm. you supposed to make that fun. Like I recorded, yes. how you record Tyler Perry, nigga? Like you crazy, you fucking nuts. So yeah. that's the shit that I feel like we dropped the ball on not talking about this stuff. Like how you beefing with Oprah? Like you, you got a problem with Oprah? Like with Oprah? Like with Oprah? That's some next. That's next level. I that's, wish I had a problem. That's a beat. Fuck Tupac. Keep fuck Biggie. You you fucking got a problem with Oprah and you coming for her and Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels. Listen, billionaires. That's mm. I, I, I wish I had that hear. type of beef. I don't ever want to hear about rappers talking about they got beef. Man, that ain't no you a uh, Jada kiss. That ain't beef. Drop it down. Drip like water. 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 Get a break. Beep beep. Drip like jam. Water. 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 Hit the break. Beep, beep. Get out of my way. Yo, what want me? 